Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast. Right here on Georgia Radio. Well, happy Wednesday morning to you, Matt Jolly. It's time for Neighbor to Neighbor. I've been down in Australia for the last two weeks. As a lot of you know, uh, working in the aviation world as an air show announcer, uh, I was down there two weeks doing the Pacific Air Show. And I have to tell you, I pet a lot of kangaroos, I hugged a lot of koala bears, and I saw a lot of wonderful things, but I couldn't wait to get home. I mean, that's the God's honest truth. I just couldn't wait to get home, back to Georgia, uh, back to the hills here at Fairchance Farm and the pine trees and the the white oaks and the creek. I just love it here, and I, I know you know what I'm talking about because we are so incredibly blessed to have one of the most diverse uh, states when it comes to the environment and the people. But I mean, really and truly, you, you, you beaches to mountains and everything in between. We're just so fortunate. And today, I'm really excited because uh, Kim Hatcher is joining us uh, from the Georgia Department of Natural Resources, the State Parks and Historic Sites, to talk about some great things. Kim, welcome to Neighbor to Neighbor. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for inviting me. You know what it you know what it means to uh, to love the state that you live in because uh, clearly you do. How did how did you get involved uh, with the state parks and historic sites? Well, um, I'm a native Georgian. I grew up in Cobb County, and I always loved camping and hiking. And I had a friend who worked for DNR more than 30 years ago. And I said, when you leave, <laughs> I want your job. And it didn't exactly work out that way, but I did did uh, get a position here with the State Parks and Historic Sites Division. Um, this is actually my 30th year of working for DNR, and I feel so incredibly fortunate. I think that's wonderful. Have you been to every park? I know people probably ask you that all the time. I have, actually. It's been a long time since I've been to a lot of them, but I can say that I have been to all the state parks and state historic sites. You know, I love I love it when, when I go, because we, we love to camp. We have a, a small motor home, and it's just, you know, it's great family time. It's wonderful to just get out and really get to know the state uh, that you call home. And, and here in Georgia, we have so many different places. And I'm always surprised uh, whenever I show up because, the, the, you know, you know what you're getting into when you go to a state park here in Georgia. It's not like some places where, you know, you, it's hit or miss. I mean, it seems like every single park uh, that we've been to hits the mark. I mean, every single one of them. And that that's a, that's such an asset to have here in Georgia. Well, thank you. We're really proud of that. We're, we're proud of our team, our, the, the people who make the park so great, our staff and, and our um, volunteers, and all the diversity, the wonderful places that we get to protect and showcase and introduce people to, especially people who are new to Georgia. Um, it's I I hear from a lot of people that we have a great system, and, and I appreciate that. Well, it, it's just part of, I think it's one of our state's greatest assets are the parks. I mean, really and truly, if you want to get to know what it really means to live in Georgia, you have to start out and, and go around to some of the state parks and historic sites. One of my favorites, and I, and I know that a lot of people probably, probably love it too, uh, but I, I love the area around, well, around Columbus. I mean, to me, it's it, Roosevelt's little White House. Uh, there's just so much out there. Uh, and then you go a little north of there, kind of the area where we live, Chattahoochee Bend, and uh, just all of that area there on the west side, to me, uh, is really beautiful. And then when you look at the parks that are most visited uh, throughout the state, you don't often hear about those. And I know you, you've you kind of, before we 
before we came on, we sort of talked about talking about some of these lesser known parks uh, that folks might not have visited in a while. And I'd love to hear your list. Oh, yeah, there's so many of them. Chattahoochee Bend is a, a great example. It's actually the newest state park in Georgia because it hasn't been open all that long. Um, and it protects a nice stretch of the Chattahoochee River really close to Noonan. Um, they have camping. They have cabins. Um, if you've got a boat, you can get out on the river and go fishing. Um, so, and that, it's kind of a quiet park. It's lesser known. So um, if you're looking to get away from, you know, sometimes if you go to the mountain parks, especially on the weekends and in the fall, you'll find a lot more, more, right. more um, visitors there with you. <laughs> right, right, right. Not, yeah. not the pastoral, quiet uh, experience that you might be thinking of. I mean, you can still get away from everybody, but, but you're going to be around a lot of people and you're probably going to know it. And I, yeah. you know, I know what you're talking yeah. about there. All right. So Chattahoochee tell- Bend, that was a good one. I, I yeah, love that, that one. And and you mentioned F.D. Roosevelt. Um, I think people who know that park, love that park, and go year after year. Um, it's actually Georgia's largest state park. It's more than 9,000 acres. Um, but for people who haven't been there before, that's a great destination for hiking. Um, it's the, the town is Pine Mountain, and a lot of people don't realize that it is pretty mountainous there south of Atlanta um, in that area. And so it's got the Pine Mountain Trail and um, which is more than 40 miles, but you don't, it's, it's not completely linear. So there's loops that you can do and shorter sections that you can do. Um, one of the things I really love about FDR is um, many of the cabins were built in the 30s by the CCC. And when you open the door to walk in, you can actually smell a hundred years of campfires in, in the fireplaces there. Um, they're really cool, charming, interesting cabins at FD Roosevelt. And you mentioned the cabins. A lot of people think when you go camping, you've got to have a tent, you've got to have a motor home, you've got to have something to camp in. But the parks around Georgia, a lot of them do, in fact, have lodges and, and, and cabins and places where you can just go and stay for the weekend. Yeah, there, there's a lot of options. Um, w- with camping, we have everywhere from um, primitive backpacking sites or m- more um, simple isolated tent sites to the big pull-throughs for the larger RVs. Um, We have cabins everywhere from one bedroom to three bedroom. And over the past several years, we've been renovating many of them. So some of them are just, (laughs) they're nicer than my house. They're beautiful cabins, Um, some historic cabins, lots of different styles to choose from. Um, some of the parks do have hotel style lodges. We have a partnership with Coral Hospitality and they operate uh, those at Unicoi and Amicalola Falls and Little Oak Mulgee. Um, one of the things that I like the most that I'm the most excited about is we've added glamping yurts. Are you familiar with yurts? Have you I, ever seen a yes, yurt? I, I'm, yes, I'm familiar with yurts. I'm rolling my eyes because of a story that uh, we did not too long ago on yurts, which uh, I got in trouble for. <laughs> but yeah, no, they, glamping is a big thing now. Uh, yeah. Maybe for the folks that aren't entirely, you know, comfortable with just a regular tent, you can go in a yurt now. And uh, but let's let's hear about this. I want to hear exactly. about the, the Georgia State Parks yurts because <laughs> my stand on yurts. <laughs> so I tell people if you get two people in a couple and one of them loves camping and one of them says no way. This is a way to kind of ease into camping because it's it's a wooden and canvas round structure with locking doors and your own private back porch. Right. There's furniture on the inside. We have heat and AC in most of them, ceiling fan, lamps. 
But on the outside, you have your own picnic table and grill and fire pit, just as if you were camping. So you can have that campfire and make s'mores and, you know, roast your hot dogs, but then go sleep on a comfortable bed right. <laughs> at no. night. <laughs> Away yeah, from the bugs. Opened... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they do have windows that are, um, they're plastic windows that roll up and then they have a screen behind them. So if you do want to listen to the Katie Dids in the evenings or the owls in the evenings, you can. Um, we opened, there's just three of them at that just opened at Skidaway Island State Park, which is literally only 15, 20 minutes from downtown Savannah. But you feel like you're in this coastal tropical hideaway and they have three highly sought after yurts at Skidaway that just opened. Well, we just talked about uh, through one of our blog posts about uh, Fort King George, uh, which is south of Skidaway Island there, but you also have Fort Morris and Wormslow, where it all started, uh, right there yeah. by Skidway. So uh, Skidway, so you could easily have a real Georgia history tour down there, especially for the folks that have kids in school who are studying this stuff. There's no better opportunity than just to go see it, and that's what you offer. I think that's wonderful. If that's we're so true, if we're continuing down this this lesser known uh, parks tour, I'm wondering is George L. Smith on there because. <laughs> that's one of my most, I think, surprised visits to a Georgia State Park. I was visiting my friend Wade down there in Emanuel County and touring uh, George L. Smith. What an incredible place. Is that on there or is that one that everybody knows about and I just discovered? Well, five <laughs> years ago, I would have said nobody had discovered yet. Um, it is between Macon and Savannah in middle kind of eastern Georgia. Um absolutely gorgeous it's got a covered bridge and a mill pond and cypress trees and you can go paddling and fishing and camping and rent cabins um but then people on instagram discovered it <laughs> because it makes the most beautiful photos and so we have seen a lot more people visit george l smith state park now um i think because they became aware of it because everybody would see those pictures and go, Oh my gosh, where is yeah, that? Where it looks is that? kind of, right. yeah, it, it looks like the Okefenokee swamp, but it's so much smaller. Um, so, yeah. and, and you can, it's a great place for kayaking because it's easy. It's, you know, flat water. Um, you just kind of poke around and look at birds and wildlife and go fishing. Well, I'm going to blame really Wade Peebles from Georgia Folk and Farm Life for that too. Cause he's been touting the, you know, the, the pleasures out there at George L. Smith and how you can go out there and just have a lot of fun. But it, I, I first saw it and I thought, this is just incredible. Hamburg yeah. is another one of my favorites up yeah. there with the mill. I mean, just so much. But but what's on your list? Let me hear uh, maybe one other one of the lesser known that we need to make sure we visit. Yeah, um, God, there's so many. Uh, Kolomoki Mounds is a good option. It's in Blakely. And okay. um, it protects ancient Indian mounds, and there's a museum there, but it's also got your traditional park activities like fishing and camping in a lake and um, just a great place to hang out with your family and just kick back. Um, General Coffee is another favorite of mine. It's south, kind of middle to the east. Um, yeah, that's I think Chris Douglas. Adams' home. And uh, <laughs> that's I was telling you about the interpretive ranger that's down there. Big friend of the station. So, yeah, you got to go down and see Chris. Everybody knows uh, Chris Adams, who listens to this station, and he's there at General Coffee, uh, yeah, which is a great a, place. If you have little kids in the family that want to see goats and chickens and farm animals, but you don't get the opportunity to see them up close, that's a good option. Um, there's a park near George L. Smith called Magnolia Springs. 
that is definitely not as well known. Um, it, it's a natural freshwater oh, yeah. spring. Uh, there's a boardwalk going across it where people can, you can look for alligators and turtles from the, the boardwalk. And um, in the summer, they have a splash pad where kids can cool off and play. Um, that's a pretty quiet park for, for camping and fishing. I, I think that's a great park uh, to mention, too. A.H. Stevens, another family favorite of ours up there. Uh, all yeah, of the historic H. home. I mean, tours up there. Just an incredible place. Yeah, A.H. Stevens just uh, renovated their campground. Um, a lot of the parks have been renovating their campgrounds. We've added more um, sewage hookups, 50-amp hookups, pull-throughs, um, but then also keeping some of the smaller options for tent campers who who prefer, you know, a little bit smaller, more natural-looking space. <laughs> right. Um, right. So there, there's definitely camping for everyone, but I, I encourage people to just kind of poke around on the um, website and, and maybe follow our Facebook because we put up updates sure. of um, all of these renovations that we're doing throughout the year. If you have a few minutes, I want, I want to hang out and I've got a couple of more questions about how folks can get uh, not only involved, but how they can book their sites and how they can explore some of this. Let's talk about the website and your social media stuff. When we come back here, we'll be right back with Kim Hatcher here on Neighbor to Neighbor. Georgia Radio, on your phone, in your home, everywhere you go. Matt Jolly, right here on Georgia Radio. And welcome back here to Neighbor to Neighbor on this Wednesday. We're talking to Kim Hatcher. She is uh, with the Georgia Department of Natural Resources, the State Parks and Historic Sites. If you missed the first part of the show, go back and listen to it on the podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow. Uh, You can do that right there at georgiaradio.com or wherever you download your podcast. We'd also love to have you on the newsletter. It goes out weekly, and you can get great information, just like what Kim's talking about today, through the newsletter as well. It's right there at georgiaradio.com. And, of course, the My Georgia Radio app for your iPhone or your Android platform where you can listen to it as you go down the road, just like a regular old radio station, but we go all over the world. So find it there at the My Georgia Radio app. Kim, welcome back to the show. We're talking about state parks today. If folks want to find out more about this, uh, your website's a great resource, is it not? Yes, you could spend a lot of time poking around finding all the the different um, programs that we do, um, activities at the parks. It's gastateparks.org. And I tell people to start off um, at the top, there's a button that says find a park. And that will bring up a map that will show you more than 60 locations. And then you can just click, let's say you click on Hamburg State Park and it'll bring up um, information about that particular site, their calendar of events. There's photo galleries, um, just great resources there. And that, again, is gastateparks.org. We'll quick link it into the show story. Georgia has so many parks, and I know that there's probably oftentimes confusion between county parks and state parks and all of the other city parks that are out there because there's so many historic sites throughout Georgia. But I I have to say that your website there, gastateparks.org, is one of the most – it's it's one of the best sites for booking a park visit because it's all right there. And, and what you mentioned, that find a park tool is so wonderful. And then you can see what's available, what's not available to rent all right there at uh, gastateparks.org. 
And there are a lot of places to go and see, and I think this is one of the best places to uh, to just find what's right for you. One of the big things that's coming up here is the fall driving season. I, I saw a story that was shared the other day, and I, I, I have to tell you, I read it, and I thought, wow, it's August, but we're already talking about fall drives. <laughs> I went, you know, I, I drove into the grocery store, and there was the pumpkin spice already on the shelf, and I thought, well, I guess it's really going to happen. You know, we're going to be here. And we just, we've had these hot days here lately. And of course, this is, we're in storm season. I mean, you know, it's, it's late summer and we're already talking about it. And I love talking about it because it just makes me feel good. You know what I mean? That you start getting that, that cozy feeling of fall and our favorite burr months are coming back. And I, I can't wait. I look forward to this every year. What are you doing yeah. for fall drives? What, yeah. How do we follow <laughs> along and, and get the good roadmaps and know where to go. Well, you know, we're starting to get people ask us on Facebook about it because they're planning ahead. Um, so every year we have a travel planner called LeafWatch, and uh, you'll find it on gastateparks.org, and it will take you to a list of top parks for fall color, top events, guided hikes, ranger-led paddles, things like that. Um, there's photos. If um, you use Instagram and you tag us, we take those photos, um, the best fall pictures that our visitors are posting to Instagram and using hashtag GA State Parks. We put that gallery on there. So um, it, actually, you can find it right now. If you go to gastateparks.org backslash leafwatch, you'll see the gallery from last year. We're still in the process of updating that of course and tell folks um, the hashtag again they need to use hashtag ga state parks and then we go and we select some of those and we will create those galleries on the gotcha. leaf watch travel planner now uh, for so those of you really- who are listening to this a hashtag is the number sign and then you write ga state parks there and then they'll pull it i, I you know i i can yes. already hear ms ruth <laughs> saying what is that again how do i do? but it, it works if you do that they'll find it uh even if it's on your facebook page or your instagram page, whatever you're using they'll find it and then you can share yeah. that with the world that's a pretty cool thing to do yeah we even do that on our um on the website on the individual park pages many of them have photo galleries that are our visitors pictures not just our pictures and there's a lot of people out there who well they're incredibly talented and they like sharing what they've seen and, and the artwork that they're producing on the photos. So I think um, that's we great. appreciate that. And so leaf yeah. leaf watch is, is a, it, it's coming up. We're getting ready for it and we can all follow along there at uh, gastateparks.org where you can also book, a, you know, your room, your cabin, your yurt, uh, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. I I'm still laughing. I got in so much, I got so much heat a few, a few months back. We were, we did a story on yurts and there's a lady that is uh, is a big proponent of these. And one of the funniest things that happened is she was talking about this this camping trip that she went on. And she said that a raccoon got into their tent. And this raccoon ransacked the tent. They were in it. They couldn't get out. They couldn't find the zipper. And they were trapped in this thing. And that's how she discovered he hurt. So, you know, <laughs> we, so anyway, great story, fun story. But, uh, but a yurt is the way to go. I think that's uh, the best of both worlds there. Still... Uh, you know, cool in the summer and warm in the winter and a, just a great idea down there at Skidaway yeah. Park. And are you thinking about putting more of these in? Because I know someone's going to ask. 
Um, maybe I don't know. I know that we we added some recently to Red Top Mountain State Park, which is on Lake Alatoona. They're they're in the campground and they're right near the water. They they're really pretty. Um, I don't know which ones are coming next. And, and I'm telling people about you know for fall color, we take reservations 13 months in advance to the day. And parks like Vogel, yeah. uh, Black Rock Mountain, Cloudland Canyon, they really do start booking up. So, so book it a year it is, in advance. Yes. It, it, so if you are looking for this fall, yeah. October and November on the weekends, um, a lot of them are already booked. You have to just check often to find cancellations or uh, go ahead and book for next year. And don't forget, too, that there are other areas of the state. You mentioned we, we, well, I mentioned it, I think, right off the bat around the Columbus area where it, people people kind of forget that there are mountains in there. It's big hills and, and gorgeous countryside uh, in yeah. throughout that area that, that often goes under, you know, underutilized in that time of year, but a wonderful area uh, just west you, of Macon. Yeah, you get full color even down like cypress trees. The cypress needles turn this burnt orange in November, um, and, and you just get different fall color at places like Stephen Foster State Park, which is the western entrance to the Okefenokee Swamp. Um, in, in November, there there's still some fall color down there. It's just different. Yeah. Um, Stephen Foster has cabins that you can rent. They have a campground that they are actually going to close the campground in October and completely renovate it. Um, so keep, keep uh, looking at the website in future months. Um, so you can rent one of the new campsites when they're done. <laughs> well, before we, before we go, I want to, I want to bring this up because uh, you, you sort of touched on this at the very beginning that uh, Georgia state parks and historic sites uh, depend on volunteers. If folks want to get involved with you, if they want to have uh, a deeper relationship uh, with their historic sites and state parks, how can they do that? What do you need? Well, the, the most common volunteer opportunity, what is most people see are camp hosts people who live in the park for a month or two in their own RV, they work in the park in exchange for that campsite. So we have a lot of opportunities for campground hosts, um, but then we have companies that will come and do service projects or scouts who will do service projects at, at different parks. You can contact the park manager if you know where you want to, to volunteer, or we have a volunteer coordinator here in the headquarters for the state parks. Um, and there is a tab for that on our website, gastateparks.org. That's wonderful. And you know, what a great opportunity for students to get involved with the school. If you've got volunteer hours you have to fill or whatever it is, gastateparks.org. Uh, Kim, thanks for coming on. It's been a real Thank pleasure you. talking to you, and I, I hope you'll come back on and uh, share with us again as things uh, Heat up for the fall driving season there with LeafWatch. That's going to be fun. And maybe we could feature some stuff uh, as that approaches. But uh, thank you again for coming on. Anything you want to leave us with or that we left out we forgot? Um, There's just so many things to do at the parks. There's even facilities for family reunions, like enclosed places or covered shelters. If you have a birthday party or some kind of wedding or a wedding celebration or something coming up, there's group opportunities as well. That's great advice. Well, Kim, thanks for coming on. That's all for Neighbor to Neighbor today. We'll be back, of course, next Wednesday with an all-new show. But Kim Hatcher from Georgia Department of Natural Resources, State Parks, and Historic Sites. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you. We'll be right back with more great music right after this here on Your Home for Good Company and Great Country. Georgia Radio, thanks for being here. So long for now. 
Georgia Radio. On your phone. In your home. Everywhere you go.